One of the key themes of the World Economic Forum meet in Davos, Switzerland this year is artificial intelligence, AI and the future of employment, AI and the technology which exists presently, uh, generative AI, what are some of the key trends? Uh, we've been talking to leaders across the board and uh, we're delighted to uh, be speaking to Deloitte as well. We've got two wonderful guests with us. Nitin Mittal is the global generative AI leader of Deloitte, travels all over the world with uh, AI solutions and Robal Chetty is the CEO of Deloitte South Asia. Thank you both very much for being with us. Now, I've gone through some of the key points of your latest report. It's the AI survey, state of generative AI, um, you know, with an enterprise now decides next. Uh, quite a mouthful, uh, but it really is a massive survey that you've done of almost 3,000 individuals. Um, what have some of the perspectives been? Are there, is there a lot of divergence or is there a sense that we really need to do something before we get into the specifics? Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, first off, uh, uh, thank you for ha actually having us on here. And uh, since you kind of mentioned uh, the survey, there's uh, perhaps a few things that uh, I would call out. The first is there's an overwhelming sense of excitement. Right. It was absolutely clear from the survey that that sense of excitement is overwhelming and it's palpable in the responses that we got. The second aspect of it is that if you take the vast majority of the respondents, and these represent enterprises and organizations in 16 countries around the world, and uh, certainly kind of the top uh, and the largest GDPs uh, in uh, our world. Mm -hmm. And what is kind of clear from there is that 79% of the respondents and enterprises are absolutely expecting that their organizations are going to be transformed. Right. And they're going to be transformed in a short window of anywhere from one to three years. And where they think the transformation would start, and this is again a data point from the survey, where more than 50% of the respondents believe that it is going to essentially start from efficiency, productivity, and cost reduction. That's the first wave before innovation and growth, perhaps being the second wave. What are some of the reactions that you're getting in India, firstly in very broad terms? So one, I think the Indian participation is also significant. I think we are uh, number two in terms of participation, over 200 respondents. Uh, clearly, in the Indian boardrooms, uh, as well as, of course, you know, uh, coming out of the survey, there's a lot more conversation around AI. There's a lot more conversation around how it's going to disrupt their business models and a lot more conversation around skilling. Yeah, uh, because that's also an important element. So yeah. clearly, India is sort of in the same phase of uh, uh, what's happening globally, but the interest, at least I would say, is, is a little bit more because we're number two, just after the US. Sure. You know, talent retention is obviously something which uh, is a bit of a concern. There are employees around the world saying that, oh, am I going to lose my job? Is AI going to replace me? Organizations looking at whether that is possible or not uh, as a cost-cutting uh, measure. So uh, how do organizations deal with, for example, talent retention, um, issues of risk and governance? Yeah, now this is a topic, uh, frankly, that is uh, of concern and being deliberated uh, by not only enterprises, but also many government agencies. And uh, in my sort of uh, global role, we uh, tend to see this uh, practically every economy. It doesn't matter whether it's a OECD, whether it's an emerging economy, we kind of uh, tend to see this. What I would kind of say is this. Yes, there is the concern as it relates to potential job losses. Right. But, frankly, the history of uh, 
the advancement of technology through different eras have always shown that there's the initial concern around job losses because of the unknown, because of the change. And we, from a human uh, species, always essentially kind of uh, have that trepidation of uh, change. But history has also shown us that inevitably, as the technology kind of gets mainstream, as it is adopted, and people start understanding, comprehending, and learning, it actually leads to better forms of doing work. It leads to a higher quality of work that is actually kind of conducted. It leads to an elevated experience. And at the end of the day, it ends up creating a lot more jobs. Right. That is ex absolutely expected, even with generative AI. Now, the type of jobs will certainly change. It doesn't necessarily mean there would be less jobs in society or less jobs in businesses. But what we do, where we are expected to focus, what we are expected to learn and how we have to adapt is something that we have to be very thoughtful of. There's the entire issue of inequality as well, uh, the worry that some of the AI being developed, and of course there are different solutions for different companies. A is very expensive. B, it could be heavily uh, proprietal. Therefore, some countries, some organizations, different parts of the world may not be able to afford it may not be able to get it even if they want it. Is that a worry? It is a worry. It is a worry. And, and I mean, just coming to a point which Nathan and Gunnar, and I'll come back to inequality. I think two things. One is if you look at AI finally is based on data. Mm. Right? You need data to do whatever algorithms you want to design and create. Still less than 4 or 5% of the world is connected. Mm. So the opportunity to connect a large part of the world, every device possible, mm. That means the amount of digitization that is still left. Mm -hmm. The second bit is, as I think Nitin mentioned, when computers came in as well, they were supposed to remove all the jobs, right? Right. So I think um, the repositioning, reskinning, uh, enhancing, I think is, is very critical. And, yeah. and we see that uh, a lot happening with organizations and in India, mm -hmm. also state governments and central government being very focused on skilling, especially with respect to AI, because that's one part of, you know, we've got a huge bunch of software developers, mm -hmm. but that transition from software to actually for, to an AI is a bit of a transition. It's not an easy transition, yeah. but it's also, a, it's something that all state governments are looking in, creating various policies, creating various subsidies. So there's, there's a lot of stuff happening there. Now coming to the question of inequality, clearly the bigger corporations have a lot more money yeah. have a lot more data. So in some sense, mm -hmm. will they um, run away from the smaller corporations? That obviously is, is a big challenge. Uh, it's also the, the resources that the smaller uh, ones have, they will struggle as well. Uh, so those are things that we need to keep in mind. And, um, it's important that while we build AI, the regulation is also important and there is enough focus on the regulation. At the same time, ensuring that innovation does not uh, break down, and at least from a data point, from an India perspective, uh, Nitin knows more, but is that clearly India Inc. and the government seems to be embracing, yeah. say that let's change things uh, with a balanced risk model rather than only risk. So I think it's a combination of both. Let's just look at the word uh, risk from a slightly different perspective. Um, AI has evolved to such a point when there is an open discourse on whether it is approaching sentience in, in certain cases, and that's been denied at many levels. Some suggest that, no, in fact, we may be close to that. But the real worry is um, how far do we allow AI to, to, to go, to get ahead? 
And I think uh, one of the key issues around the world is there needs to be legislation, which ensures, which is followed by several countries, uh, to ensure that you know this is as far as we are willing to go right now. How important is that legislation? Legislation is important, but let's actually kind of think of it from two dimensions. One dimension is risks associated with business and then risks associated with society. And technology, right? I suppose. Uh, yes, technology kind of underpins both, right? Underpins both those two dimensions. The greatest, perhaps, risk of business is the risks of obsolescence. In terms of, are they going to be able to thrive tomorrow? That is the risk that many organizations are going to grapple. That is not necessarily the case for society. In society, you've got different type of risks. You've got risks associated with bias. You've got risks associated with content that is generated, which happens to be deep fakes, which is very topical kind of right now. You've got risks associated with furthering kind of the inequalities that kind of exist. So those risks are absolutely uh, out there and cannot be denied. The role of many governments working alongside the private sector would be to develop frameworks that balance risks with innovation. Right. It has to be done in a balanced manner. Balance is key over here. Right. Particularly for emerging economies, the opportunities that could be harnessed through a generative AI, such as in education, would generative AI increase uh, inequalities in education? Or is generative AI going to democratize access to uh, education through personal tutors, particularly to your underprivileged? So we have to basically kind of think of how you're harnessing generative AI for the betterment of society, but doing it in a prudent manner so that you're able to weed out some of the risks associated with it, such as deepfakes. A final question to you. It's obviously not one solution fits all. Uh, let's look ahead into the future, three, four years. Will there be a plethora of companies offering customized solutions uh, that you can just sort of download apps or you can work with certain companies who offer you solutions? What is the, what is the world going to be like, the corporate world uh, with AI? So one is, as, as we've seen in our survey as well, I think... Uh, the focus will be a lot more on business models. So can I integrate AI into building newer business models? So I think that is the first part, rather than only the cost reduction, the you know, productivity efficiency, which are very important right. and the, the right phase. But I think that's what we dare see a lot more. Um, second is also in terms of, you know, um, India obviously has a, a significant bunch of startups and others. Yeah. So you will see... One shift, and, I, and I'm, I'm hoping to see that shift, is to move from software services to product development yeah. because AI is a lot more pro And that's a, that's a real big mindset shift because software development is different services to a product development. And I think in the three, four years, we will see that. Third is there will be a lot more plug and play, yes. but also a deeper understanding of what kind of other models that you need to use Right, because uh, what can go out and what can remain within your enterprise, that is also extremely important. But some of it, for example, which are more more optimistic is things like pharma. Right. So for example, you know, most uh, medicines that were built were supposed to cure something, but they actually finally cured something else. Right. With the kind of data that you actually have, you may be able to estimate that much better in terms of saying that this will be actually be able to solve this particular problem. So that is that I think is is significant, yeah. uh, including speeding up things like cancer and other sure. things much more. Yeah. 
So widespread uh, applications. Thank you both very much for being with us. The worry in my mind is that news anchors like me might end up becoming redundant uh, in the future. But uh, that's a thought for the future. We leave you with one statistic. 79% of respondents um, in this massive survey done by Deloitte expect generative AI to drive organizational transformation. It's upon us. How will the world, how will organizations accept this change?